Welcome back to the Lynx Golf Podcast. This is digital editor Al Lunsford with Lynx. I'm so glad to be joined today uh, by a special guest. He is a golf course designer and builder, and he's joining me from his course in Bristol, Virginia, the old farm. His name's Bobby Weed. Bobby, how are you doing today? I'm good, Al. Good to be with you. First thing I have to ask you, because you know I'm a UNC guy, what's it like to build a golf course for Michael Jordan? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, um, there's not many people that are more passionate about the game than MJ. I've been around, I've been around a long time. And uh, um, a good day for MJ is 36 holes and a big cigar afterwards. And um, uh, he gets to do that almost every day. I was with him about a month ago down at the Grove 23 and I caught him on number nine. And um, he came off the green and came over. We shook hands and hugged. And he said, um, I just want to tell you, there's no other place in the world I'd rather be than right here. And, um, well, I'll tell you, that made me feel really good. That golf uh, course looks immaculate. Um, the practice facility is is super impressive. And we did a, a piece on, on links about it. There may be the most techn- technologically advanced practice facility anywhere. I would agree with that. That uh, Butch Harmon and I have a little business together over the years, and uh, he called me um, a while back and said, "I he said I hear great things about the golf course, and he said I hear the practice facilities are the best on the planet." I'm like, "Butch, you've been around the planet a lot more than I have," but I said it's um, it's been very well received, and it's a, really a tribute to Darren May with his concept EBC. Every ball counts, um, Darren. Um, uh, it's Darren's brainchild and, uh, we just tag teamed and clicked and, um, between myself and, uh, my partner, uh, Chris Monty and, and Joey Graziani, we, um, um, you know, it typically will take us a, a week to two weeks to rough in a driving range, maybe a couple of weeks. I kind of call it two golf holes. Well, it took us, I was actually on that facility on the range for eight weeks myself, literally um, shaping and molding and working out the specifics with Darren May. And um, we just tag teamed it. And uh, it, it truly may be the most technologically advanced practice facility on the planet. And uh, we've got a lot of tour players. Um, I think it could be state of the art potential facilities for some of the collegiate programs around the country. Um, so uh, we're, we're super excited. We've got Ken Wyan down there as a general manager and Jim League as the superintendent at Grove 23. And I tell you, um, they're, they're phenomenal with their service. And Jim does a great job with the, uh, with the golf course. Been, been a bit of a learning curve with the zoysia grass that we put down on tees and fairways and collars and approaches. And um, it's a special place. And and, um, you know, MJ basically said, uh, build the best golf course you can build me, build the best practice facilities you can build. And he said the clubhouse will take care of itself. And I will tell you, all three of them have been a smashing success. And, uh, uh, you know, MJ was involved from early on and uh, he came out frequently and uh, I want, which I wanted him to. I wanted him to see, I wanted him to see his golf course under construction. I wanted him to see 
um, the earthwork, the irrigation, the drainage, um, and, and the shaping and the grassing of the golf course. And he saw every phase of the golf course. So uh, uh, he, he's all in and um, he's got a great facility and it's been very well received. Definitely. Uh, and yeah, I, I know probably some people have heard that DJ was practicing out there before he won the Masters and the practice facility itself is, you know, 400 yard double in range and you've got an 80 foot wide putting green where different quadrants you can practice breaking putts varying from one to four percent. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. So you, you couldn't ask for anything more. Um, and obviously those guys want to be there to, to hone up their game. So that's pretty cool. And I like how you said it's scalable and you could maybe see that, you know, a smaller version of that come to a college facility and, and ultimately be a huge recruiting tool, I would think. There's no question. I mean, from the, um, from the top golfers in the world to the best collegiate players, to these up and coming AJGA players, and even to the membership that can benefit from um, from the from from the all of the aspects that the uh, facility provides. So uh, it's all encompassing, and uh, it's truly state of the art, and uh, uh, it's showing because um, um, look at Justin Thomas; he's out there. Keegan Bradley's out there. Uh, DJ, um, uh, uh, just a, a number of guys that are out there are playing and practicing, and you know what? Uh, with all of the technology that the tour uh, and all of the stats that the tour have today with the shot link data, uh, you really know where you are ranking wise from 50 yards, 75 and 25 yard increments up to 200 yards. We have data now that's available and Darren May has turned all of that data into uh, a practice uh, facility that you get all of this feedback and you know where you're deficient and what you need to work on. And, uh, he can, he can set you up on a program, um, that will really make a difference. So, uh, uh, I think it's, I think it's great. Yeah. It's the latest of your projects. Obviously you've put together quite a career in this business, um, over 40 years of work and, and you started, uh, your career, I don't know if you could say you started it when you built a driving range when you were 10 years old, but uh, you also started formally in the business uh, under the wing of Pete Dye. Uh, and we're, we're here, we're uh, just over a year since Pete's passing. Looking at the, the state of, of the game today and how he's influenced your career, I mean, what can you say about Pete Dye's influence on the game of golf? He had a tremendous influence on me, and obviously, I think uh, I'm I'm a bit partial, but uh, I think arguably he's the uh, the greatest modern day architect of our time. I mean, just look at the golf courses that are hosting events this year. We just had the American Express event at PGA. Um, we've we've got a couple major championships coming up. We got the Players Championship coming up this year. I mean, he's going to be showcased this year uh, on some major venues. So. Um, uh, between Kiowa for the PGA and then uh, back up in Kohler at, uh, at Mr. Kohler's fine facilities up there at Whistling Straits. I mean, it's just, there's just so much of Pete um, uh, everywhere you look. And for, for he and Alice to take me under their wing at an early age uh, was just, um, w- 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 really changed, really changed my career, put me on a career path that um, 
um, that I owe so much to them for. And, uh, you know, I, I learned so much from Pete. Uh, Pete had a phenomenal work ethic. People don't realize, but he had a phenomenal work ethic. And um, the other thing I learned, Al, was, um, you know, he taught me so much about respecting people. You know, it didn't matter if you were a superintendent, a laborer, an operator, or Herb Kohler. Um, he, 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 really, um, he really was very respectful in so many ways. Uh, it didn't really matter who it might be. Uh, if you love golf, if you love the game, you were a friend of Pete's and um, uh, you didn't have to be, you didn't have to be the best operator in the world. If you just had a love of the game and a will to work, then um, you were a friend of Pete's. I know. I just saw the plaque that was put up at, down at Teeth of the Dog, uh, where he was laid to rest. Um, very cool. I think that may be my favorite Pete Dye design. Do you? Can you name a single one course that would be your favorite? Well, I will tell you the uh, the sheer beauty and the setting at the uh, Teeth of the Dog, and frankly, all five golf courses at Casa de Campo. I think Casa de Campo is one of the great resorts anywhere anywhere in the world. And uh, being in the Dominican Republic, it's, uh, it's fairly easy to get to. And to go down there and see five golf courses done by Pete, all of them are unique and different. But I tell you, the teeth of the dog with the setting with six or seven holes right on the ocean um, is, is just nothing like it. And then, and then secondly, um, you know, I, you don't have to go far, but I think, um, uh, I think Harbor Town has stood the test of time. I mean, it's changed. It changed the modern day golf course uh, back in the late 60s. And it didn't hurt that Arnold Palmer won the inaugural event at the, um, at the Heritage Classic at Harbortown. But um, you know what? That golf course lays on a flat piece of ground as good as anything I've ever seen. It's not forced and uh, it, has, it has so much character. It's just 18 holes of artwork on the ground. And uh, it has stood the test of time uh, with the PGA Tour for, you know, for many, many decades. And uh, uh, yes, we've added a little length here and there, but um, uh, that's one great golf course you never get tired of playing. Yeah, it's special. And you can, I'm, I'm here on Hilton Head Island. That's right down the street. Pete's got his, his hands on several designs in this area, Heron Point in the same Sea Pines facility, and then um, Long Cove, which was actually one of the first projects that you worked with him on. That was also the first course I played in Hilton Head. And so quite a start for me. Um, well, for me too, that was my first project with Pete uh, yeah. from start to finish. And, um, we, uh, we had a condo, we had a condo there on the beach and Alice, Alice was there. Pete was there. We just lived there. PB was out PB, um, Pete and Alice's, um, youngest son, was on the project and um, we worked together every day, sun up to sundown. And, um, you know, that's what it takes. Uh, you know, Pete, uh, Pete built his golf courses um, uh, in the field from the ground up. And um, he always said, you show me a golf course built by a set of plans, I'll show you a bad golf course because it really does happen in the field. And um, uh, all of that doodling in the, in the sand and on, on the ground, in the dirt, creating little moles of golf holes and, um, uh, you know, just kind of 
teaching us about the angles and, uh, uh, and, and how approaches should work, building from the green, going backwards to the tee is how we, how we built these golf courses. And, um, and everything I learned from Pete, even, even, even the way he conducted business, uh, I pretty much have patterned my career and my business after that as well. And, um, you know, we had, a, we had maybe perhaps one of the most famous crews to ever build a single golf course. We had a bunch of low-digit single handicap golfers and um uh they just all had a love for the game and uh three or four of them went on to become architects on, in their own right so um uh it was a it was a great project and a great way to start and launch my career yeah you you mentioned a lot of uh a lot of pete is mixed into your kind of approach and your your core values which i went on your website and you list the values that are important to your your firm as uh, imaginative, holistic, passionate, and visionary. If you could, what, what do the, each of those things, um, mean to you and how, how do they apply to, you know, the build of a golf course? Well, I think the imagination and the visionary, um, parallel each other. And I think a lot of that comes about, um, you know, initiating from, from a, from a routing plan and, um, and just being on site, a lot of that, a lot of that comes out by building golf courses and being on site and not just coming in once every three weeks and checking on a job. It's, it's actually out there being in the dirt, on the ground, working with the uh, contractors and shaping and molding all the features because a lot of that comes about as you're, as you're out there. Uh, the imagination on a daily basis because we're continuously rubbing on features and, um, and, and just the overall vision of the project. I mean, you kind of create a bit of a theme and let the site speak to you from that perspective. And, uh, and, uh, and it really happens in the field from a holistic standpoint, you know, it's kind of like the mind and the body um, uh, in medicine, you treat the mind and the body. And, and, and from my standpoint, the holistic approach for me for golf is, combining, I would say, design and maintenance. Um, I have a saying that design complements maintenance and maintenance complements design. You really can't have one without the other if you truly want to be successful. Um, I really enjoy working with these superintendents. This, uh, this new generation of superintendents are very smart and um, uh, it's, it's really great to, uh, to be associated with them in the field because they have so much to offer besides just their agronomic skills and ability. They have a love of the game or they wouldn't be in the business themselves. And um, we have, we have so many golf courses that we've worked on where um, the superintendent is an integral component, not only during construction, but after construction. So from a holistic standpoint, um, I think, um, uh, I think for me, uh, like in medicine, mind and body for me is, is um, from a golf course holistic standpoint is design and maintenance, I think has a lot to do with that. And then um, as far as passion, um, it's hard not to be passionate in this industry, in this business. I, uh, I hate to, I would hate to break down what I get paid on an hourly basis because I mean, I've been very fortunate to have some great mentors in my career and life. And, um, uh, when you're as passionate as, as we are about this business and industry, you, know, you wake up every day and you can't wait to get out on the job site and get in the field 
And there's nothing more gratifying and rewarding than, um, than building a golf hole and shaping a green complex and taking it right up to the point of grassing. That's about the only time Pete always said the toughest day for him was the day we had to grass the golf hole because he couldn't tinker with it anymore. Not that that would stop him. Right. <laughs> Is there uh, any one or a couple of courses that you've uh, built or, or renovated and worked on that kind of encapsulated everything you just talked about and maybe it it sticks out because of that collaboration um, with the people on site because of you just getting your hands in the dirt over the years is there are there any sites that stick out as your your favorite projects to work on well you know you treat them like children uh, they're all they're all favorites they all have um, uh, components that uh, you recall and you remember you know, it obviously starts with a great piece of property, a great site, and also a passionate owner. I've always found that the more passionate and involved an owner was with a project, uh, the better it was going to be. So um, we've, um, we've been very fortunate to work with some fantastic owners through the years. Uh, we built five or six golf courses for Jim McLaughlin, who owns the old farm. Where we are today, uh, Daniel Porter out in Austin, Texas, uh, at Spanish Oaks, um, Dave Clover up in Minneapolis, uh, at, St at Stone Ridge. So, I mean, we've been very blessed. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm leaving a lot of people out, but just, you know, the, the fact that you put together a good crew, you work with some good contractors, and, you know, we work long hours, sun up to sundown uh, on these job sites and working with great superintendents along the way. Uh, you know, there's something to take away from every project. Uh, I know we were doing the medalist five years ago down in Hope Sound and working with Jason Jobson, who's a great superintendent there and his crew and, and, and just interacting with those kind of guys um, on, on a job site. You know, they're all memorable. They're all special. Some, some, some have more stories than others, but, um, you know, uh, it's a labor of love. And uh, so I don't know, I really couldn't pick out one, one that jumps or stands out because somebody said, somebody asked me all the time, like, you know, uh, what's your best golf course? And my answer is the one I'm working on right now, because I can't wait to get out there because we have a chance to shape mold and, um, and, 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 and create our vision and imagination in the field while we're out there. And a lot of it comes about in the field. Yeah. So you mentioned the one you're working on right now. I, I saw some news that um, there's a, a course coming to that Jacksonville area, Stillwater. What can you tell us about that project and, and the timeline of completion there? It's the first course that's been built in North Florida in probably 15 plus years. Um, and um, so don't think you're going to see the same golf course that you saw 15 years ago. We, we've got some, uh, we have some, some new twists that are uh, that nobody in North Florida have seen. We're using these new sod wall bunkers, and they're really going to be eye popping. Uh, we've got some lay down walls instead of doing traditional bulkhead vertical bulkhead walls. We've got some more elegant um, bulkheads. I haven't done that type of bulkhead lay down wall since Long Cove early on. If you remember number thirteen at Long Cove, um, I'll never forget. Pete gave me a set of postal diggers and said, we're going to put a bulkhead around this green. 
and um, we're going to do it ourselves. And I'm like, well, I've never, I've never built a bulkhead like this. He's like, it doesn't matter. We're going to do it now. And 37 years later, we replaced it a couple of years ago. So um, it, 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 it stood up pretty well. So we're doing some lay down walls. We're using a lot of shell like areas for contrast. And they'll also serve as cart paths and, um, and some nice visual aesthetics as well. So we've got some neat, interesting things to do. Um, the golf course will be, uh, uh, is for a national home builder, Lennar Homes. And uh, it's our first endeavor working with a national home builder on a project. But um, it's very encouraging to see these national home builders interested in building golf again, uh, because there's been a lull in that for, for many years. And there's not a lot of new golf courses being built because there's still some attrition going on and probably will continue so. But um, uh, the game is so much different today, uh, and that's a great rewarding component of being a, in the design business because I think we too, as, as, um, as designers, uh, can have some say in, uh, in, in combating some of these new technological advances with equipment. Uh, I think a lot of it comes back to design now going forward. So uh, we, we're readily accepting that challenge. Very true. And you were the, the PGA Tour's first in-house golf course architect and now over the years, several of your, your golf courses have hosted the pros. When you see the pros playing either on TV or in person, one of the courses that you've had a hand in building, does it make you want to tinker with it again? Does it change your approach the next time you have to build one of those championship golf courses? Well, uh, yes. And, um, we have already altered, um, River Highlands up in uh, Connecticut to host the Travelers um, outside of Hartford and Cromwell, Connecticut. Um, a well, a well-attended event on an annual basis. Great golf course. Uh, we did that back in '91, and um, not much had been done to that golf course until a few years ago. Uh, it was, for the longest time, the shortest golf course on the tour, and probably still is the shortest golf course on the tour, probably 6,900 yards, par 70, 68, 50, I'm not sure, somewhere in there, but really, really short. But, you know, it's got a lot of half-par golf holes, and those stand up better than, than any, I think, uh, out there. So it's been really interesting watching the guys play that golf course in the 90s and then watching them play the golf course today. They're hitting the ball uh, where I didn't ever think about back in the nineties. And, um, uh, so we've adjusted the bunkers, uh, more recently and it's still, it's still standing up and, um, challenging. We've got guys that are short hitters. We've got guys that are bombers that are playing that golf course and winning, winning the, up there. So, uh, that's been, that's been very rewarding to watch. And then of course, out in Summerlin in Las Vegas, they've been hosting a event out there for a long time. I think I'm pretty sure that's well, I know that's where Tiger won his first, uh, first tour event. Uh, in a playoff uh, with, uh, with Davis Love. And um, uh, we, we were back out there changing some of the bunkers and, and changing some of the strategy out there. And, you know, golf courses evolve and they do need some tinkering, call it tinkering, call it tweaking, whatever you want. Uh, but with the, um, you know, with the distances that we're seeing today, you know, uh, I'm, I'm old enough and been in the business long enough to where I saw angle turns and landing areas at 750 yards, uh, 750 feet, 250 yards out uh, initially. And, and that's where the, that's where the bunkering and the, uh, and the strategy started taking place. And um, Pete was the first one to go to 800 feet 
Then we went to 850 feet, which is 283 yards. And then we went to 900 feet and, um, and 300 yards. And we're now out there putting bunkers at 320 to 350. So um, that just shows you where the game has gone over, over this period of time. So um, um, that, to me, that's what's making it really exciting about being in the business today. So, you know, whether we did a tour golf course in the 90s, um, they're still playing some of these golf courses that we did. And, you know, we redone the Players Club at Sawgrass. Uh, Pete always joked that we had uh, we should have 90 holes at the Players Club at Sawgrass. We rebuilt that golf course so many times, but it's evolved into a really great golf course. The players really accept it now, uh, and it's and it's a it's a challenging golf course. But you know what? There's always room and time for some tweaks and some uh, and some improvements. No different than what Donald Ross was doing. Uh, you know, he lived up at Pinehurst there on, uh, on uh, Pinehurst number two, and he was constantly tinkering and adjusting that golf course uh, in his later years. So uh, um, there's nothing different than what Pete would be doing if he had a chance to come back. Uh, he would always uh, add some add, add another dimension to um, to any golf courses that he could come back and um, uh, and, and improve upon and adjust. Uh, and, and that's just the natural evolution that we live in and, 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 and involve ourselves in in this business. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, uh, all of the golf courses are, are challenging for every level of player. And um, uh, we're just constantly looking for ways to, you know, to better challenge the best players of the world. And at the same time, uh, for the most part, um, uh, accommodate um, the playing public and uh, you can't concentrate, you can't, over, you can't get overwhelmed with that less than 1%. Um, you know, you really have to accommodate the people that are playing that golf course on a daily basis. Right. You mentioned uh, Donald Ross, and, and I know you've, you've had other people that you've studied over the years. Um, are there, other than Pete, obviously, is there any architect or any one person who's, who's had a huge influence on your style or, or just your life in general? No, no more than Pete, um, you know, from, from a mentor standpoint, I'd go back to my father, um, instilling a great worth work ethic in me. And then, um, Ron Hill was a, um, certified golf course superintendent at Amelia Island plantation. And I worked with him for a number of years and, and really got a great maintenance and agronomic background from him. And then Pete, and then lastly would be Dean Beeman. Uh, I've never seen anybody that's, uh, um, that has been more passionate about the game and the business side um, as Dean. So those guys, those guys, I, I've been able to associate and be very fortunate as far as golf course architects go. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know Donald Ross. I didn't know um, Trap Walter. Tra I didn't know Travis or Flynn or Toomey or or any of these guys. Um, I've seen, I've seen their golf courses, how much they've changed. Um, I don't know, but they, uh, there's some great routings and some great features and we draw from that. We all draw from that and, uh, going abroad and seeing some great golf courses in, um, in the UK, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter where you go. You're always, as an architect, you're always looking for little subtleties, little features, uh, that you can pick up and, and get ideas from. And, uh, we're also blessed mm -hmm. with some new, new great golf course architects today 
that are going forward. And um, we're seeing some really, really outstanding golf courses being built today. Definitely. My last question to you, I know Stillwater's in the works. Um, are there any other projects down the pipeline? Um, and is there anywhere where you would like, you would love to build a golf course? I would, I would love to go to this state or this country and then build a golf course here just based on your experience and what you've seen. I would love to go anywhere where there's a big pile of sand. Um, uh, there's nothing better than working in sand. Um, and I think that's why you find so many great golf courses uh, along the coast, um, far and wide. So um, give me sand any day. But, um, um, uh, you know, we're, we're, we've got some work down in South Florida. We're working with Loblolly right now in Hope Sound, originally done by PB and Pete. Uh, and we're also down at Gulfstream and Delray Beach, um, kind of becoming the new caretaker down there for Gulfstream. That's where Pete lived, Pete and Alice lived, and that really is last renovation down there. Um, so that's very special. Um, we're going back out to Austin, Texas uh, at Spanish Oaks to do some work this year. And uh, uh, we've got a couple of other projects on the board. We're up at Grandfather Golf and Country Club in Western North Carolina. Uh, so we're really, we're really blessed and fortunate. We've got some good projects and we're chasing some new opportunities. So uh, um, uh, we're really excited and, and uh, um, got some new guys in our office. Um, Joey Graziani is our, is a new associate and we just hired a new, a new uh, young graduate out of LSU, Scott Self. Uh, he actually started last week. So um, we've got some new young talent um, that, um, that hopefully I can be a mentor to uh, as well. So uh, it's exciting times for us. And, you know, we don't take on a lot of work um, uh, because we spend so much time on site. We, we really don't want more than a couple of projects underway at one time. Uh, obviously, we have others that are in different phases of, um, of work and design. But um, um, and, you know, the renovation is really holding up our industry. Uh, there's not many new golf courses being built. Um, we're fortunate to have back-to-back -back new golf courses underway. Um, and um, a few others are being built uh, in the country. So it's really good. I think, you know, the game of golf is very healthy right now. Um, as, as difficult as, as it has been for, for everybody dealing with COVID, golf has been a shining star. I mean, everybody's rounds of golf are up. More people are playing golf. More people are getting out from a recreational standpoint. So um, that's really good. That's really good for all of us in our business. Yeah, that's great to hear. And I wish you guys the best of luck, you and your your new staff, uh, your new role as a, a mentor. Best of luck with that as well. I'm sure you've got a few trade secrets to share uh, from over the years. Um, but thank you for joining me today. If you want to visit uh, or if you want to see what Bobby has been working on, you can visit his website, uh, bobbyweed.com uh, to view all of his projects and, and the approach and learn more. I really appreciate you joining me today and sharing your insights. It's been a great conversation. Thank you, Bobby. Thanks, Al. Great to be with you. And hopefully I'll see you up at Hilton Head soon. Yeah, come on up. That sounds great. All right.